0: more people to join but what's going on how y'all been seem like it's been a while i know right monday good yeah since monday yeah this good friday i'll set my mug yeah yeah man we out here hey man we got another we got another we got a guest today he gonna join in with us throughout this this next hour um, you know, if any Packers fans out there, y'all put your questions in here, drop it up, talk about the season, um, talk about his Penn State days, him being for More, um, and just a lot of other things that's going around the league, man, get his perspective on some things as he settles into, um, to his offseason, man. But y'all welcome. Adrian
1: Smash Amos, what it do? What's up? What's up? David had me on, man.
0: Of course, man. I appreciate you joining us, man. Appreciate you joining the show, man. So, we let's jump into it, man. Now, obviously, man, it's been a lot of talk just on D Watson, Deshaun Watson, man. Um, hell of a player. Um, have you been able to play against him?
1: Yeah, um, I played against him. I, we played against him this year. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he, um, definitely a baller, you know what I'm saying? I like them. I'm not a out of college you know i you know i thought he was you know a step beyond you know at that point i thought he was a step beyond everybody he was coming out with just like his performances against bama you just you know look at that and then yeah um, and then you know he, he's he been showing it every year in the league
2: Are you were you on chicago when y'all drafted mitch
1: yeah yeah, what oh, was,
2: man, was... man, <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what was the feeling like with that? Because I'd have been in locker rooms where we make some questionable draft picks. Oh, no, about that. Like, what was that feeling like?
1: I mean, I mean nobody knew him in the home. Was, yeah. It's been a long, you know, it was a you know, long road in Chicago. So I got to Chicago in 2015, that's when Cutler was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had Cutler, then it was just like a a whole bunch of the other quarterbacks. So we had Matt Barkley, Brian Hoyer. Um Yeah I had, I had Mike Lennon too.
0: Out there. Mike Glennon, yeah, right?
1: Yeah, that was the same year. So we, we signed Mike Lennon the offseason before we drafted Mr. Biscuit. So mm-hmm. um you know, it, it was a pick that surprised um a lot of people, especially you know what I'm saying, especially with like the other quarterbacks on the board. But um when Mr. first got there, it was, you know, it didn't seem like um, you know, you, you could see you know, reasons why people, you know, thought he was going to, you know, pan out to be, you know, a great quarterback, just because, you know, when you sit him in there and, and play him in seven on seven, um, he's fast. He can, you know, when he's just sitting there, he can make every throw. He was the type mm-hmm. when he came in, he could hit the barrels and stuff like that, too. So you yeah. could see the natural talent that, you know, would um, impress, you know, NFL scouts and stuff like that. So when he came in, um, he actually gave us a spark midway through the season when Mike Glennon got benched after throwing mm-hmm. like I think we played 10 when he threw like five and it was like five turnovers in the first half Jeez. or something like that. And then uh, Mitch came in and he did pretty well um you know his 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 first you know you know couple games in there. So mm-hmm you No
0: know. what well, we 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 talking about D Wild so man. so as a player in the league um a, a vet in the game now and you see you know in his contract he has a no trade clause right so you can't trade mm-hmm. me unless i agree to it right like how do you how do you see the league moving where you know more guys and more players are kind of having that say so as far as like their trajectory in their career
1: you know i love it you know what i'm saying it's it's um you know it, it's been going on in the uh you know in the nba where yeah. they have you know power over what they can do basically That and you know every they're learning um, it's always going to be easier in the NBA because there's less people, and you know one player can, you know, change a whole franchise, you know, basically in yep. um, basketball. Um, so it's always going; they always going to have a little bit more leverage than NFL guys do. But you know, I love seeing it. Um, whereas the player has some power in the NFL, you know, they can't just um, choose to do whatever they want with you, you know, because you can see a guy like Watson. They mad at Watson for you know taking control of you know what he want to do, but is everybody, you know, had that same energy with, you know, Dallas with with Prescott and stuff like that when when get situations where, you know, as you can see, he was the reason they, you know, you know, had that high power offense. So, you know, it's it, you know, I love you know seeing these, you know, you know, top quarterbacks, top players, you know, taking you know control of their own situation.
2: Yeah, facts. He definitely, definitely taking the power. And um, it's funny that he's doing it really because of how the hiring process went. You know, they told him he was going to have input. Um, he obviously wanted some people to come in there and at least get a look. They didn't even have certain guys. Uh, Eric B. been one of them, not even on the list to come in for interviews. And he just said, Shit, I had enough, man. Yeah, I, I thought, you know, probably 99.8% that he wouldn't have left until um, he officially put in that trade request. Now, shit. Nick, Nick, between the rock and the hard place as the new GM there. So how you, how you see this all panning out? I guess it's for either one of y'all.
0: Man, shit. I, when I seen him, man, I was like, man, he out of there. When I seen, like, the new the high, I'm like, I'm like, bro, he out of there. Like, you know, <laughs> man, at the end of the day, man, when, when you have – everything that's been going on and we we talked about it before um mm-hmm. you know you trade my best <laughs> my best receiver and when you when you got jj White coming up to you say man i'm sorry we wasted a year and then you get to a point where you like it's even rumblings about you unhappy you're not yeah. returning any calls you wanted and you said in the in the front office said look now you're gonna be in the meetings and you'll be in discussions as far as a new gm that didn't happen eric b you wanted eric b as a head coach shit you ain't even <laughs> have him on the board you didn't like, have him man. come in for an interview yeah man I'm, i know he was out of there you know what i mean so yeah we'll man see. We'll, we'll see we'll see so um
2: let's talk about your, your playoffs man obviously uh you know it didn't end how, how you wanted it to you know it only in uh, one team wants it to, but um how you felt this this whole season and um you know this playoff run
1: man um you know it it's hard to say after you lose that you know it was a great season but um when you look back on it i, I feel like um you know we had a great year and i feel like this was a great opportunity that's why i stings so much after you know losing that game especially after yeah. the, the, the way we lost it you know it's it's a couple plays where um you know, look back at every time, and I, you know, I, you know, I, I went back and watched the game yesterday, uh, most of the game. And it's just like, man, one or two plays in that game is totally different, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, uh, because, you know, I, I feel like if we eliminated mistakes we made in that first half, I think the first half really beat us and we dug ourselves in a hole. And sure. just just uh, Didn't make enough, you know, plays in the uh, fourth, you know, all around. Um, as a team, to to dig us out of that. So, mm-hmm. but we had a great season. We got you know had an MVP quarterback, and then the second half of the season, that's when the defense really picked up. And we started yeah, I was about to holding, ask you about that. On. Yeah, we we really started holding our own, playing a more aggressive style of defense, and um, you know, um, and we was really getting getting after people. Um, so, you know, I say that that's a plus building forward if you you know take plus out of the season. Uh, Mm -hmm. moving forward I feel like you know with with a lot of people coming back on defense I know defense especially um um, one or two pieces and I feel like we we can take that next step on you know on our side of the ball
2: yeah for sure y'all definitely uh flip that switch and start playing much better down the stretch I love what y'all doing the back end obviously Alexander with young boy Savage Uh, King had a rough one out there but what was it uh I guess that second half of the season uh for the defense that really changed
1: I feel like we um we we have more aggressive play calls, we have more aggressive call. We um you know, as a secondary, I feel like we, we have um a lot of guys that can cover. You know, I like being mm-hmm. um up closer. I like to be covering in the box. Um, you know, being able to do multiple things and you know, and sav the uh savage the same way. So we like to be able to, you know, switch playing um, you know, playing man, playing in the box, playing deep. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like early in the year we were more um we were more passive. You know what I'm saying? We was more of a, you know, just don't let up the big play type defense. And I think yeah. that shifted a little bit and we just started um executing better with you know, with one another, communicating and you know, taking ownership over um our own defense in the back end and stuff like that, being more aggressive. Um, you know, you no, know, I'm I'm big on man, we we gotta force them, you know, to beat us. Don't you know, just you know, sit back there. So yeah, yeah.
0: You kind of you kind of touched on it. So I was always um when I played safety. As I got to the you know different teams and coaches will ask me like, do I prefer strong or free? So I'm like, look, like a safety is a safety, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. if I had somebody that I could I could rock with, hey, like one series you play the left, or I play the right. You know what I'm saying or one half, you play the left, you play the right. Whereas I just feel as though sometimes offenses can kind of get a bead on you. Like, okay, well, um, he's always going to be down in the box. He's always going to be in the post, right? So as you just mentioned, as far as, you know, y'all took ownership of y'all of y'all secondary. You like to be up on the line. Sav like to be up on the line. Like, how do you feel as though that helps your game? You know what I'm saying? Because I feel as though at times it, it actually elevated my game just knowing, like, look, you know, this is what I got to do here or this is how I got to play the game here.
1: Um, it helped you with studying, knowing what you, you know, knowing what you can expect, um, mm-hmm. you know, from both sides. All right, this is what they like to run um, when you're in the boundary. This is what they like to run to the field. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Certain things like that. Um, and then, you know, we start to gain the trust in one another, whereas we can do that within the game. All right, uh, we started doing stuff with, all right, I'm better at doing this. So I'ma take this play right here and I'm I'ma go here and you do that. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. and I think that helped us out, you know, uh, just a lot. You know, when you have players pl- doing what they, you know, what they love to do or what they what they best at, that's when you start getting the most out of it. So um mm-hmm. I think I think I think that was big. Um, yeah, and and, and me, I, I'm personally like that too. Like you said as far as um I like to I like to play both. I don't like to be considered a uh, box safety. I don't like to be just and I sure don't want to just be back there in the post all day. Well, I, yeah. no, I <laughs> should get boring, boy. Yeah, I, I can't just just do that. I mean certain but it's certain safeties that can do that. Like Earl, that's what he liked doing, you know, back in the day, watching him mm-hmm. he just he can be in a post all game and affect the game. Um, you know, I, I get I get bored I get bored and likes days go back there. I need to be up covering somebody or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So um I think that that helped us that helped us out a lot.
2: No, yeah. yeah, for sure. I love watching. How, what do you think you and Sav rank as far as safety duos in the league? I, don't, I think y'all slept on. <laughs> I, I think y'all slept on, man. Personally, what <laughs> do you think y'all rank?
1: You can't ask you that. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. <coughs> all right. I'm putting I, feel, I feel as though um, we had the potential to be number one just off of. Mm-hmm. Um, neither one of us are just one thing you know how you got Mm -hmm. you know certain um duos in the past that one has to be down and only can play you know hook curl and blitz and you know stuff like that and then the other one has to be back there and play um safety but but both of us play both both of us have history playing nickel um as well Uh, you know you know i'm saying i i feel as though we had a potential but you got to do it over time. We can't just say after one year that, you mm-hmm. know, best that's, that's in the league. But uh, we have to show that over time. Yeah. Gotcha. So <clears throat> you talked
0: about as far as, um, you know, NFC Championship, it was a couple plays here and there where y'all felt as though, you know, it got out of hand. <clears throat> one play in particular, right before the half, and you, I mean, if you don't want to speak on it too much, it, I, I understand. But, Couple seconds left. About to go into the half. I would think, you know, as my man D butt say, <laughs> GTFB, get the fuck yeah. back. You know what I'm saying? Like, what was the mindset as far as you know playing whatever coverage y'all was in? Look like it was man or whatever the case may be. Like, what 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 was the mindset? And coming from somebody who's played, like, do you feel You could have been like, look, you know what? I'm not caught. We're not going to run this play. We're going to call something else. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. First up, man, that, that's something that can't happen. That's like the last thing that can happen. You got, you know, five, six seconds left. End of the game. They don't have no more timeouts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that that's just a situation you got to protect. Maybe they can get a quick out, you know what right. I'm saying, and, and then get a, something like that. But. That ain't about to beat you if they, you know, if they yeah. get that. So that, that's a, you have to, we have to be either being one of our sideline calls or, you know, sideline end zone just to have everybody back, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's a miscommunication on the sidelines. When I look back at it, it, that's the one play that, you know, haunt me, if you were saying, say, and, um, I wish I'd have just went and called timeout, but yeah. you know, that player, you taught the quarterback and the coaches called timeout. So, um, but, Looking back at it, I wish I'd have called timeout just to be like, "All right, y'all, y'all sure, <laughs> y'all sure about <laughs> yeah. that? Um, that type of situation." Um, but I guess you know, their thinking was if they, I, my guess is that you know they may have thought we had, I mean, that they had another timeout because it was like a miscommunication before that. They called timeout, they put their punt team yeah, on the on, third, on the fourth down, the, down right? Yeah, and then they put the t- mm-hmm. they, took their punt team back off, and they came in and it came in and the call came in right before like it was it was like right before the snap not too far after the snap yeah um mm-hmm. and if you could see i actually i was telling i was about to go run back so i just went to go try to double the the slot because i couldn't get all the way back we told everybody the end zone but it just i don't know that's just one of them plays. It ain't, man. yeah man that's when you just went back
2: for sure. You are you always look at them games and it's it's a handful of plays. Um I, I know some drop, I think even before that it was a drop pick y'all could have had, which I feel like always come back and bite you in the ass. Um was that what but,
1: was, was that
0: was that young boy Will? Remy. Yeah, yeah. He she he <laughs> alligator um, that was my young boy, man. We was in um it was in San Fran together.
2: Sometimes so, just be the toughest ones to catch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. For real, man. Yeah.
1: They- Man, those play. Yeah, it, it, it do seem like when you miss that opportunity in a two-minute drill, stuff like that, it's in. shit come know, back. It, it's cool. It, it, it's like.
2: It's like 90%. Every yeah, every single time. <laughs> happened in uh, all that, that Patriots, Giants, Super Bowl. I mean, it happened, it happened all the time. But you live and you learn, man. You live and you learn. Always. But, yeah, <laughs> but we want to go back, back to your story, man. All the all the way back, man. Like how did you even um you know find football, you know, as, as your love? Was it other sports you played as a young kid? Um, how did you find football?
1: Man, I grew I grew up with football. Got a you know, I have a pretty athletic family. Um mm-hmm. none really, you know, made it to this level, um for various reasons, but um mm-hmm. You know, um, growing up, I just grew up around football. My father first got me in football when I was young, just watching my cousins play, and I wanted to go out and play rec football. So started mm-hmm. quarterback playing rec football. Um, and that's who I thought I was going to be. I thought I was going to be Michael Vick. And growing mm-hmm. up, that was my guy, I was Mike Vick. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. um, on defense, I was a middle linebacker. So that's what, you know, and I'm, I'm from Baltimore. So it was all about Ray Lewis and, you know, Ed Reed stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, growing up in Baltimore, that's what that's what it was. It was, it was football. I played I played basketball at AU a little bit. Um, I tried two years of baseball, but the thing is, I tried it when I was like eight and nine, and it was so boring to me. I I, I was done with it. Yeah, yeah.
2: and did an outfield.
1: Yeah, I, I could I could do I could do it though. I could do the outfield part. I couldn't hit the ball. Mm-hmm. At eight okay. And I used to try to get walked, and I used to steal every base. <laughs> that was my goal. When I got up there. <laughs> you know you're nine you're not throwing the ball too hard so you, can yeah, go, yeah. so you can you can take you can take a pitch and 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 just you know go once, go steal on base you good once, hey, good money base, i'm scoring areas 100 uh huh so um but yeah just just grew up playing you know just playing playing sports all you know all my life and um got up to high school wasn't a high wasn't a high recruit coming out of high school um, mm-hmm. I got my first offer uh, my senior year. Going into my senior year, I had like a Yukon. I did have Yukon and I committed to Yukon when Esso was there. Oh, um,
2: man. It's a, it's and then he story.
1: left. It, it was a story. I uh, committed to Yukon. They told me that if I did, I, I thought, you know, and I, you know, I didn't know t- as, as much about it. Committed to Yukon. Mm-hmm. It was like, commit here. You might lose your scholarship if you don't commit committed there, as I left, I opened up my recruitment and um, like the Sunday before signing day, I got an offer from Penn State because um, it was with Donovan Smith, the left tackle for um, uh, the the Bucks.
2: It's Tampa, right, yep.
1: Yeah, so Larry, Coach Larry Johnson, Coach Larry Johnson who was at the um, Buccaneers, I'm at the um, Ohio State, at Ohio State now, D-line coach. Mm-hmm. He was at Donovan's house, and they was and then Donovan like, "Hey, you know, Amos opened up his recruitment and put his uh, put my highlight tape, pull my highlight tape up, and then he called me right there, and I got a, I took a visit up there, and I signed right before signing day. The Sunday great.
2: before signing day.
1: Yep, that's, that's, that's so. That's... So what it, what it was? It was it was like the Wednesday he went there. Then I got I went up there the weekend that weekend and then Sunday before signing day, that's when I committed to Penn State. That's wow! <laughs> yeah. Facts, that is wild. I was about to <laughs> say,
2: um, was, uh, was Billy O there when you got there? Bill um, O'Brien? Was,
1: my, my first year was 2011, so that's when the scandal hit, and that's okay. when... So I got there, right in the, the middle of the storm, with um, Joe Pa was there, mm-hmm. and then... Joe Paul left in 2012. That's when O'Brien came. He came right after okay. Joe. Um, Joe got fired or resigned or whatever you call it.
0: Okay. So so you was um
1: so you played corner out there. Yeah, I played corner. Really, my first three years and in my senior year, I played. I played. I played mostly nickel though. So it was just like my first year, really playing safety full time was um, my rookie year at, in Chicago.
0: Oh wow, that's crazy. So that's why you like to get down the cover, because that's what you—that's what you've been doing, and well, that's what you did your whole college career. Um, what? Why you think they? Um, did you know they? You froze a little bit. Hold on. I think it looked
2: like you froze a little bit, but I think he was asking, um, "Did you know they was gonna move you to safety when they drafted you? Like, was that in the plan?" You froze a little bit. Okay, you back, AB. Oh well, I. What was your
1: yeah, question? Um, yeah, I, um, I, yeah, I kind of knew uh, going into the draft. It was like safety corner, and when I went to the Senior Bowl, they um, mm. had me doing a lot of safety stuff. So it was, you know, it was the right on the raw and well. And I always been heavier. So, um, what my sophomore year at corner, I was about two thirteen, two ten, two thirteen, and oh, um, Dang. yeah, back <laughs> you know, it's boundary corner, just in that pressing. Yeah, know what I'm but um um yeah I, I pretty i pretty much you know figured i was going to be moving to safety um but the, what i didn't realize is what it is to learn how to play safety from corner just uh as far as angles and uh, you know pursuit to the ball how to you know how to fit it's easy to hit from corner coming outside in you mm-hmm. know and cover two stuff like that um but then when you gotta come down and you're making more open field tackles so that was something I focused on early on at, in Chicago is learning that, uh, learning like landmarks, things like that, and, and playing cover too. Um, but yeah, I, I just learning more and more every year. But yeah, it, it, it's a um, – but it's always been in the back of my mind. I want to do more. I like playing down. Nickel, I like moving around, like just being in one spot because, like like I said, you get them games where you just end up in a post-all game or end up in a half-all game. and. Uh, be out the game,
2: cool. mm-hmm. and, and throughout throughout the, uh, those transitions and those different positions, like who was um guess who was kind of like that coach or coaches, you know, helped you the most. I know it's tough, you know, doing all those different things and being good at them. So who, who was one of them coaches?
1: Um, the one that taught me the most about football, um, as far as just straight football, that I look back today and a lot of my you know knowledge of offenses and stuff like that, what they like to do. I got mm-hmm. that from um, Ed Donatel. Um, My God, yeah, Ed, a, yeah, I had Ed, a, yeah. yeah Ed. So, um, you know, just a lot about, you know, at the time, some some of the stuff was a little annoying that he was doing, mm-hmm. you know, Ed, his personality and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. We had to do the, the worksheets and the- Yeah, um, I hated
0: that you know, shit, bro. This,
1: <laughs> this called Dragon, this called, Name. But I got good at them to the point where I, you know, everything was hundred. I knew, you know, every route concept, things like that, and, and, and stuff that's so ingrained in me today that some of the stuff I had to forget when I got to Green Bay, um, because stuff was blurring together sometimes because they called this one thing, they called this mm-hmm. whole halo and this halo and they both decided, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I had to get it out of my head because I was just so, it was just, it came natural at a point. So, yeah, he, he taught me a lot that, you know, some stuff that I'm teaching, you know, young guys today, uh, you know, uh, you know the, the stuff that he taught me. Um, I think a lot of growth with, with Gray, Coach Gray, um, this year, DB coach. Um, mm-hmm. you know, he came from uh, the Vikings with, you know, he coached Harrison Smith and them guys for, you know, a few years. And, you know, he was a all-pro, pro, pro safety back in his day too. So it was, um, you know, he taught me a lot about, about football and um big on fundamentals you know he he really he' he more stressed on um you know landmarks who um route concepts when i can jump things when i can't stuff like that um just um just a wise coach with with, with um yeah, it's taught me a lot. I take a little bit. Mm-hmm. I try to take a little bit from everybody, really. Yeah, nah, that. Now nah, that's
0: definitely the thing to do. Take a little bit of something from everybody, man, and just and just make it your own. Uh, like you said with uh, Donatelle, man. When I went to uh, San Fran my first year, he was like, "Yeah, man, we do these tests where you know you gotta <laughs> you gotta fill in this. You gotta. I'm like, man, what like." You know, what, eight, what, eight, and you were, I was about to say what year was that? Year eight? Year, year nine. nine? Year nine? I'm like, I'm good on all this, bro. <laughs> like, now we good, <laughs> but um, but like you said, it definitely helps because now to this day, I still have those sheets where I like, you know, I will go in my office and I'll just open up a notebook and just go through. Them like, damn, I forgot we called that this or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. So it's um, it's definitely a, a helpful
1: tool. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Though.
2: And then and then at, at Penn State, you know, where what point did you, you know, start playing a lot, start making a bunch of plays where you felt like, all right, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm I'm in, I see I see the NFL in my future. When, when did that start happening?
1: So see, so being from Baltimore, we didn't really see too many people come out of Baltimore and 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 make noise. Um we had the Fullers, we had the mm-hmm. Fuller's and we had um Taewon Austin who mm-hmm. came up before us and then so when i got to college when i when i got there my freshman year you know i went in the mindset that people was just like people was super you know people were super nice like college was like you know saying a, a, a big step up but when yeah. i got there and i got started doing one-on-ones and i started killing in one-on-ones couldn't tell me nothing at that point. <laughs> freshman, I'll tell you when I came to a freshman, I thought I was like, why well, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Why well, I'm not I should be starting day one. Like they <laughs> off the rip. And, man, man. Man. Wasn't better than me. and um and then um so we was doing with that and I, I didn't redshirt. so I so I was up. Um mm-hmm. I started at kick return my first couple of games and um you know I was like the the third corner and um I got there. My first, my first, my first pick was my first game against Indiana State. But then mm-hmm. so I, was, I was like, "This cake." But the next game was against Bama, and that was, <laughs> and that was Bama when they had um, who they had, they had Trent.
2: It don't matter which Bama, right? Yeah, but this
1: was the best Bama's. I feel like and that was it. <laughs> that was it. That was, a, that was, a, that was a, twenty. What's that? Twenty eleven. When they this um, when they beat Notre Dame. I think it's the way they beat LSU. LSU, okay. That's the way they beat LSU in the, uh, in the natty. And um, they had Trent. They had Eddie Lacy. Um, on defense, they had up Upshaw, Hightower, yeah, all high. those guys. And my first kick return, I got smacked <laughs> <laughs> running through that. Because I'm running through that, you know, no fear. Running, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, hitting hitting, hitting it on kickoff and you know, um, on kick return. And you know, Bama big on special teams, they put they got they starters out there on, on, on kickoff, yeah. And I just remember getting hit and getting up. I was like, oh, oh they, this, this, this was real college football, is. Really. yeah. It's so a little different the, out here. That, that was my welcome to the league, and then like three or four games after that, that's when I got my first start at Penn State, um, at corner against uh Iowa. As a freshman, my freshman year, yeah. Okay. And then, and then, um, and then after, after that, my my second season, then I started there and now.
0: Okay. Uh, shit, yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's solid right there. Shit. Hell damn, yeah. Damn near four year starter. Um. So shoot, let's just talk about you know, like you say, you get you get there your uh, your freshman year. You know, you start in your freshman year. You obviously you rock out sophomore junior senior year so how, how was that transition as far as like um the draft the draft process like what were you hearing um obviously we kind of touched on it before where you know you kind of had the inclination that you know they are gonna move you to safety but how was that whole process for you
1: um i had a lot of humbling experiences uh, throughout that time like i told you i came in um a little bit you know cocky into college you know my mm-hmm. first couple years and then I was humbled into my you know, next two years. We didn't have scholarships. I, you know, I had a rocky junior year. Um, you know, I had a better senior year moving around. Um, got hurt. My shoulder was messed up a little bit. But going yeah. into the draft, you know, again, this is where, you know, I thought, man, I thought I'm being told I'm going second round at the latest. I'm going second mm-hmm. round. Um, maybe second, no, second, third, the latest. Um, you know. Had a pretty good combine but the thing was my my shoulder was messed up they saw the little um shoulder scan that came up um whereas they thought i was gonna get surgery but i didn't get surgery i held that surgery off until you know after my rookie year they thought i was gonna have to get it before then uh-huh. um but yeah just through the, the process it was just you know a humbling experience i feel like i was you know um i feel i was underrated but when i look at my film um from my senior year it wasn't you know it wasn't you know to where my potential was you know so i'm watching my film and it wasn't i wasn't making up plays that you know other guys were making so um looking back on it i can't read you know be as mad um you know um everything happened the way it went i didn't get drafted to the fifth round i actually had a, a shirt and tie on on draft <laughs> you know dra- um on because on, i thought i was going second third round and yeah, my name called. That's a humbling experience when you got your family there, and don't the name just keep coming by. Grandma right there, and you, yeah, your name don't get called, and everybody just telling you it's gonna be okay. It's, it's gonna be alright. What happened? And you don't want to hear that. Yeah, <laughs> don't don't know that. Know. none of that. You, just, you man, don't want to take I'm
2: no calls from, from nobody. From
1: I'm looking <laughs> at get, I'm looking at people getting drafted, you know. And I remember people that's getting drafted before me. I'm just watching people get drafted. You ain't gonna never going forget. The book, you ain't gonna never forget them names. Like, Facts. You see, corners, safeties, just anybody. I'm getting mad at linebackers getting drafted before me. I'm getting, I'm getting, you know what I'm saying? Just, <laughs> I'm, just watching people go by, it's just like man. Then I had to wait until the next day. I came back. I got drafted. I had to, you know, pretend like I was happy. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I'm, I'm, I'm still mad. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm grateful at the same time. Yeah. I'm like I'm like, man, I just got drafted into the NFL. Um, but it was just like at the same time, it's like man i love you know what i'm saying I, I went all the way to the fifth round when they called and you know my mother saw, still started crying that that really you know brought me back to like mm-hmm. being appreciative is that like my mother was super happy people were still super happy when in in my insides i'm like man all these people got drafted in front of me but that's just a competitive nature you're gonna be like that no for yeah. sure um that was a you know tough process so, but i but i did carry that with me going into Chicago, and they told me um, toughness was a reason that I slipped down um, toughness in my shoulder and they didn't know whether I was gonna be corner safety. So when I got, they didn't know how I was gonna make the adjustment to safety and being able to fill and tackle and stuff like that. So as soon as mm-hmm. I got to Chicago, I, like my first two years, you watch my film my first year, I'm just trying to hit everything. So like that's what and, I was
2: And it's with is. the banged up shoulder.
0: Yep, yeah.
1: And I'm, I'm running, I messed up my shoulder more and I was just trying to run through everybody. I will try to hit everybody um you know until the point where it was he can cover but he can't tackle then it changed after my second year he can tackle but he can't cover so mm-hmm. it was just it's just a it's always, always gonna be something yeah it's always you know and all of this stuff is just humble me like all right yeah I keep working just every year i'm trying to find some way to improve my game now now it's i gotta figure out a way to get the ball more just get more i gotta get more takeaways that's something that you know
2: i'm challenging myself with next year just just get more takeaways yeah hey man yeah so it's all like you said it's all you're definitely upset because you didn't go where you wanted to go but um you know still a blessing get that call they i think they traded um, uh, b marshall for the pick that they actually picked you with that's how that league shit go but you get there you get to chicago um obviously playing a new position who was one of those guys in the locker room kind of took you under the wing helped you with that transition
1: in Chicago. Well, when I first got there, um Antro Row was there.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: um, you know, Trail funny, but he um, Yeah, I you know, no Trail Trail Funny, man. Trail Trail and it means he you know, he, he just showed me like um just as far as you know, like just little stuff like 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 what to worry about, what not to worry about, um mm-hmm. as far as film. Um when we in there watch a film um he and they're having full conversations with the coach and stuff like that and um you know coming from college you don't get that because you know once you're in the nfl you you basically on the same level as your coach when you got a certain amount of games. yeah your yeah bro. have conversations and stuff like that about stuff and be like well we ain't doing that because that's touchdown if i mm-hmm. gotta do that then they score you know what I'm saying? stuff like that yeah. from college you don't do that with your coach then you just you basically just listen and you know let them tell you what um with you running and stuff like that. And I just saw that interactions and you know, how, how that worked um, that helped me um, mm-hmm. really the best vet that I ever had though, was when I got to Green Bay with, with Tremont Williams. Like I really took his like yeah. Yeah. off the field technique and like uh, his, his routine, just his, you know, how he take care of his body. Like it's been around for a minute for so long with like, you know I'm saying? Like he's still, you know, he like he still looked apart. Like he, he's still running, mm-hmm. he's still jumping. It, it doesn't look like you know, he's lost. You can't really tell by you know just by the eye that he's lost a set. It, you know, class
0: class of 06, man. Yeah. Oh, he 06 too. Yeah, he 06. I was talking it was crazy. I was texting T Will yesterday. We was texting. Um mm-hmm. but nah T Will, man, he a hell of a hell of a pro, man. Hell of a pro.
1: But yeah, like I, I, throughout the, you know, throughout the years, I just took a lot from, just a lot from, from everybody. Just, um, just a lot of, just vets that came through. Um, you know, I, I wish that I played with, um, Trail a little bit longer. I just had him that rookie year. Then he got hurt halfway through the year. Mm-hmm. And then the second year he was gone. And basically I became the vet in the room at year two. You know, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's like, That's tough. I didn't, I didn't really have people to, you know, to really, um, to, to lean on that way and, you know, to teach me cause I'm still learning. I'm really still learning to the safety position myself. So it was, um, you know, I, I, I struggled a little bit with that too. I, yeah, for that sure. That's a tough spot, that.
0: spot to be in. A real tough spot. What do you, what do you feel as though like your, um, your, your, what years you feel as though your game jumped? You know what I mean? I think for me it was between my rookie and my second year. You know what I mean? Um, but I still had vets in the room, so I it's, I still was a, a a young player where I really didn't have to worry about a whole bunch. You know, I just needed to know my job, and I can go out there and play. Um, what year was it for you where you was like, okay, um, I'm comfortable now? Like, you know what I mean? Even though your second year you was in that leadership role, you said you wish you would have some older cats in there. Like, what, what, what was that year? When, when did that happen for you?
1: I would say. All right, so year three, I was benched earlier in the year. So I didn't start the first three games. Mm-hmm. And um, that was my year that when I came back, I had a great offseason before that year. I actually was at Bomarito. I think I was, I seen you, you. You was down at Bomarito that year. Yeah. Before, I my year three. You was down at Bar-Marito, um up in – I think it was the one in Davie. Um, down in Davie, yep. Yep. Yeah and Probably Adam. yeah I had a pretty good offseason that year and um coming in I thought you know I, I I wrote read the writing on the wall um they had brought Eddie Jackson in and they signed um Dimps. they signed Demps um and they brought them in and um it just seemed in camp because I had a great camp but mm-hmm. I haven't seen it it, 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 it I was like, they they about to they about to try to sit me, and so when it happened, you know, I was mad, you know, and I was angry, and I was I was going about it the wrong way. I wasn't showing it. I was still going out hard in practice, but you know, I was I was looking at I was looking at it as um, man, what what's going on? But mm-hmm. at the point where I stopped around the, you know around the second game of the season, I stopped doing that, and I started look, looking at me. I'm like, all right, I gave them a reason to do that. I didn't have great a great year too. I didn't have a stats, and we're losing. So of course mm-hmm. they're gonna try to find replacements because yeah. we we're not that good, and not um, yeah. And my pops, my pops would tell me he's like, "You gotta leave without a doubt." And even um, Q Dims, he would he was he would tell me he was like, "Look, you gonna give another shot, and when you do get a shot, you can't let them. You can't you, you can't make it close. You know, what I'm saying yeah. the next time you get a shot." And the crazy thing is, he got hurt about the third after the third game. We was playing the steelers and after that i feel like you know i took that in practice and in the game so i was practicing i started that's when i started practicing like i would in a game i was doing sprints i was like i was just taking i was just locked in you know what i'm saying and then mm-hmm. from that point i found my formula as far as practice and preparation you know and the game so um when i you know i just started i, I practiced at everything i practiced with tackling. i practiced Covering, I I knew the defense better than anybody. So I like, you know, me and Ed could go. I I could go up there and coach with Ed with the with the defense at, at a point in time. So it was like mm-hmm. I knew it. I knew it so well that it didn't matter. So even on the next year when they you know it felt like they were trying to do something, it wasn't even close. So they couldn't, you know, do they if if they was done with me, they couldn't do nothing about you know me playing because it it would they would look crazy for doing it. Yeah, so that, that, that was that. the um that's when my game really took a step and I've taken that mentality every year since then. Yeah,
2: Tomorrow. that's big, man. Cause everybody deal with um you know some type of setback in their career, whether it's early, late. Um, and a lot of people, you know, let it get to them, starts to question their confidence. You know, as a football player, as an athlete, should as anything you do on a high level. whenever you start questioning yourself that's when you really start taking that step back so um for you to just dig in harder uh study harder get your body right and and, and take that same mindset going forward man i hope a lot of people that's listening learn from that man because that's that's big everybody gonna go through their challenges in the league man it's a business so when you see that writing on the wall and they start trying to move certain ways you've got to double down bet on yourself
0: yeah, yeah early and often (laughs) <laughs> <Fact>. early in <laughs> northern shit see i want to ask you about the transition from chicago to green bay you know what i'm saying like like how was that being that y'all you know in the same division rivals, division rivals you know what i mean like how how was that obviously like d budget says it's a business so at the end of the day as a player it's like well, shit it's a good fit it's a good team mm-hmm. but um Like when you get to Green Bay or when you was leaving Chicago, was it any type of animosity or was it was you hesitant?
1: Oh no, it wasn't it wasn't hesitant when you see the offer. When you see (laughs) that you know when it comes to free agency, man, it's it's especially I'm so money. See that
2: hold on, you got you freezing. I'm freezing. Yeah, just say hold on just for like 30
0: seconds
2: well i think you i think you might be good now huh? i'm good yeah i think you're
1: good yeah all right so um what i was saying when um
2: tell me to come to a free agency, free agency yeah, when, you yeah. get the,
1: when you get the free agency it's like um you looking at you you don't really know i don't really know who want me who going you know who who's going to offer anything like that. But as soon as free agency hit, it was like a minute after I I get, I'm getting a call and, and, and I'm getting, I'm getting an offer and, and Green Bay came out first with, with, with a strong offer. I had a number in my head and they, and you know, they um, went forever than that. So it was like, like, look, you can wait all day, but um, you know, it's other, you know, safeties right there. And it, you know, it, it it's a, it's a fast business when it comes to that, so it's mm-hmm. like, all right, mm-hmm. I'm going to bring. You put They Try to
2: put that pressure on you.
1: Oh, for sure, and they put it, it, it was good pressure though. You know yeah. Good, good, pressure, good
2: that, pressure that number, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: It, it, it's good pressure, and then I, you know, I, you know, I see it as I'm young, so you know, me trying to squeeze out, you know, every dollar. I feel like I'm young, and then you know, my next contract, I can, I can still, you know. um, you know, if, if I'm if I'm being particular about, you know, the, the exact dollars and amounts and stuff like that. Uh, um, I could just play my way into a you know, a new a new contract. But um when you get that, you get yeah, you get the backlash, you get the backlash mostly from the fans, um mm-hmm. and things like that. Um I'm getting I'm getting DMs like how can you do this, Trader? And um, <laughs> yeah. was, But the thing is I was like, just a minute ago, y'all didn't even want me here. Y'all said y'all was trying to downplay me. Because it yeah, yeah. should be extended and stuff like that. So like now, but now I'm a trader and all types of N-words and everything in, in the <laughs> the inbox. You know, like, man, it get ugly. But um But no, it it was it was I, miss, I missed some of the guys, like some of the guys that you know I, I was with over the four years and stuff like that. Um that that's what you know that that was the you know it wasn't it wasn't too hard, but you know, that was the hardest part of the transition. Mm-hmm. Um it wasn't really, I didn't really feel bad about the, you know, the, the city of Chicago or, or Pace or the coaches or anything like that. Cause I, I was in that, in that mind frame, it was like, they didn't want me anyway, well, they didn't, um, you know, feel Next as thing. though I deserve, I feel as though I deserve. And then it made it even easier because the the man's second to Pace, he came out in a, a um, video or something like that afterwards. And it was like, yeah, we had so and so better than him anyway, so we got a good deal by letting him go and stuff like stuff that Didi didn't have to say. You didn't have to mention. Yeah, my name yeah. Like mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah. Every time we played him, it felt good when we won, and um, that you know that was that. They they actually made it a lot. They made the transition way easier. Way easier. If they yeah. was just quiet.
2: <laughs> yep. Now, uh, for, for people that don't know, like when you going in that free agency, um, obviously the money is a big thing, probably the most important. But after that, um, obviously, you know, you got A-Rod over there in Green Bay. Um, and then you got to look at damn, that weather. So I'm coming from Chicago, but going to be in Green Bay. I'm going to be living in Green Bay. So what what's the other things that go into, um, you know, making those decisions?
1: Yeah, I mean, um, especially quarterback, I mean. I, I think a lot of people you know they they choose a, a place like Green Bay for you know you got the the you know arguably the best quarterback in the world on your team mm-hmm. you know um, you know you can argue that each and every year um regardless of where you think he's the you know the supreme goat he, he's in that argument for sure so um, mm-hmm. um, that, that, that 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 brings a Lot of people, because when you have a quarterback, you have a chance. You know, what I'm saying at least playoffs, at least things like that. You have, you have yep. you have that opportunity. And then um mm-hmm. you know, it, when I got here, it's it's you know, it's not much to do, but it's like a college town. I went to Penn State. Mm-hmm. It's, it reminds me just like Penn State. It's yeah. cold. The, the weather is like the the Chronicles of Narnia. I don't know if you're <laughs> saying yeah, <that. laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. saying it'll be it'll be sunny and snowing and at the same time things like that. So. um um, the weather is cold, but it, it's a on game day, man. It's it's a it's like a college atmosphere. You don't get that in the NFL as much, um, as far as the big crowds and that college atmosphere and the yeah the tailgating all the way down the street and like that. That's how it is here. It's, you know, it's a you know it go from you know the smallest city in the in the world to one of the biggest city in the world on game day. On so, game day, um, yeah, it, it's it, the stadium. It, it, it's loud. A lot of history, loud, energetic. It's just um, when you, when you play a, a Sunday night football game here in, the, in that crowd, you, you feel like you in the NFL. You know what I'm saying,
0: man? Yeah, this, this is it. Nah, it's it's just it's, playing Lambo, man. That's ain't nothing like it. Ain't nothing like it. We got a question from uh, Trill Kwameks. What's your um? I how do you prepare for games? But like, do you have any rituals?
1: Rituals, um car rituals i you know i i i've created habits over the years you know habits, so i try yeah. to have um great habits as um like i told you earlier uh, i stole a lot of Tremont's habits like during the week yeah. i get my i do massages uh i get two massages a week um i do like stretch yoga not the you know full yoga but, like, the stretch, mm-hmm. stretching part of it yep. um you know I, I i try to get that in um you know just taking care of my body throughout the week as far as film... Um, I try to stay off, like, so say if we're doing first and th- first second down on um, mm-hmm. Wednesday, I, I study that the night before. So when I'm going in, I'm prepared for the day, stuff like that. And I study a little bit each week so I don't have to binge on Friday and Saturday with all the film. I already got them down, packed by then. And, yeah. uh, you know, I could just uh, write down, you know, a couple tips that I got from that game, you know, from that team, from the players that, I, you know, if I got a particular matchup and stuff like that, I could work mm-hmm. on that um, later in the week.
0: Nah, that's what's up. That's what's up. <clears throat> nah, but I, I ain't going to front. That yoga, because I didn't really tap into the yoga until probably, like, it was definitely the second half of my career. But I feel as though, like, that, that like, helped my game. You know what I'm saying? Just as far as the, the flexibility, um, just me recovering faster, just limiting my soreness and everything. So, that yoga, man, that shit did wonders for me.
1: Yeah, th- this year, I, I see the big difference. This is the first year that I consistently did yoga every week. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it was like, it was like, man, and this is the best I felt at the end of the year, like, as far as, like, you know, my muscles. I mean, you're going to be sore. It's a long season. Yeah, it's a long it's season. Been, man. But it's different with my, you know, my legs. And just even just waking up in the morning that I don't feel as stiff, you know yeah. what I'm saying, as before. I feel like it helped a lot.
0: Nah, for sure. Um... Got another question for you, um, and you ain't really gotta go in detail, but playing alongside Eddie Jackson and uh, Darnell Savage, like similarities, differences, you know what I mean? Um,
1: you no, know, both both of them are good players. Both of them are, are, are fast players in the back end, and um, you know it, it, it's good playing, you know, playing with both. Um, you know, I. I've, I've played with both of them in their first and second years, um, mm-hmm. you know, so that's a big, you know, similarity, uh, you know, it's a, it's a lot of similarities that go into that as in, um, I can be, I you know, I've tried to, you know, teach them as much, you know, just with playing with them and, and teaching them everything I know, um, you know, to help them get better as long as learn from them because both of them. You know, came in real smart. That, that that's why I say that they're, they're very similar as far as their knowledge of of the game. Like Eddie coming from Alabama, learning mm-hmm. you know the saving and he just knew he just knew safety position coming in. He knew you know what to look for, landmark, different things like that. And as far as Savage, as soon as he came in, he picked up the playbook quick. Like he knew it, you know, um, knew it right away. So um, both of them were uh, their knowledge of the game, you know, coming in was was very high.
2: Well, that's what's up. I got a, I got a question for you. So um, playing against uh, A-Rod twice a year, you know, in Chicago, obviously being very familiar with him going to be his teammate, like playing against him, I guess kind of often feel like what, what? how was he when you got the Green Bay as comparison to what you thought he was going to be? And not just on the field as a quarterback. Obviously, you knew who he was. You studied, you played against him. But as far as the teammates, as far as the leader, as far as, you know, all the other things that matter.
1: Um yeah I, I always knew like he was my pick for the the best, you know, the best all-time. <laughs> I would, you know, it, it that that was my pick when I when I played against him cuz it was just certain things I had never seen before. Mm-hmm. Um that he was doing as far as like throwing the ball. Um you know, a lot of the stuff you see Pat Mahomes. Agreed. That, you know, what he was doing that that's what Aaron always been doing, you know, so I I've seen that, you know, it, it looks they look you know, it's it's crazy to me how they look. Ve- they they look, you know, very similar. You know what I'm saying? That, yeah. You know, that how talented their arms are. Um, you know, even as far as running, like their mobility, as far as you know, being able to extend and stuff like that. You know, similar as well. But um, you know, um, playing against them, you just you hear, you know, in the media, you you had um, what's his name? Uh, Greg Jennings came out said something about his his attitude or something like that. And then mm-hmm. you, hear, you hear a lot of those things, um, you know, with the media, they said about him and his family and things like that. So I didn't really know what to believe um, until yeah. I met him. But when I got there, he was one of the first people to greet me, welcome to the team. Um, he really uh, a personable person, you know. You know, maybe people' viewpoint was about him younger in the league. Maybe he was a little different. But all I've seen yeah. is to be um, you know, he a great teammate. Um, a lot of stuff a lot of stuff he uh, he's allowed to be rumors about him because he's a person that he genuinely don't care. Like, <laughs> don't, like, you know what I'm saying? As far as like, like they come out with a new story about him. He generally don't care. He like, mm-hmm. whatever, think what you want to think mm-hmm. and um he going to let you think what you want to think. And he going to play with you. He's a real, you know, uh, thoughtful person as far as like what he do and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. some, stuff like that, that'll make him laugh. You know what I'm saying? It's like, man, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Um, so he, he, he but he, he, he knows a lot. He's a very thoughtful player. He talks a lot about, you know, different stuff. Um basketball, just like everybody else. He's just somebody, you know, somebody else in the locker room. He just happened to be, you know, Aaron Rodgers. And and that's what I learned about him. He he is a a great teammate and leader. He um he definitely um he definitely, you know, looks and plays a part, you know, within the locker room.
2: Yeah, for sure. I know he he won a lot, a lot more fans over. Uh, not that he needed them, but uh, everybody knew who he was on the field. But off the field, I think this year, you know, coming on Pat McAfee show every week and just kind of mm-hmm. showing his real personality. I even see people in, the, hey, I'm a Bears fan. I always hated Aaron Rodgers, but I'm a fan of him now just because you know, just really hearing him open up and talk. Yeah. Um, So yeah, that's dope, man. That's dope. But um, gotta ask you about the Super Bowl before you let you go, man uh obviously you got tampa and kansas city down there um who you think who you think will pull it out
1: man man i don't know it, they gonna have to they're gonna have to get after you know get after the chiefs um on off, uh, you know um get after pat mahomes uh make it hard on them and i know mm-hmm. last time Tariq Hill went crazy on them you went nuts uh, man and it looked like that man get faster every week i don't know <laughs> bro i don't know what's <laughs> going on but that man he doing yoga like, too yeah, I, I was saying it <laughs> yesterday. I was saying yesterday because I saw like uh, Scotty Miller say he he think he faster. He can get Tariq. Yeah. Look, Stop man, it. I, I feel hell like hell. No, you no, know, I feel like the fastest player in the league. And then I think Tariq Hill is is a lot faster than the next fastest player. Like just as far as just being on seeing that that speed in the game. You know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. you you can see it on TV, but when you on the, when you on the field and because he got the combination of quickness and speed. So I think it's going I I to never own.
2: seen that combo like that. Yeah. It's crazy. Like it's that quick. Come to that come to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah, it's gonna come down to whether they can contain him. Cause um let somebody else try to beat you, because he can he can wreck it early. You know, <laughs> so with, with just you know, with, with his speed and explosive. I don't I don't think he's the best receiver in the league.
2: Well you got you got you got seventeen over there in Green Bay. And you froze on. It's y'all, it's y'all up in there in that, that DMV, man. <laughs>
0: y'all, got, y'all got that Teddy Riley up there. Right. Yo, your, your shit been froze the whole time on my end, bro. Stop lying, bro. Now I text you. You got the same little ugly stare the whole hour we've been on here. Yeah,
2: right. How you ain't telling me, bro?
0: Bro, I text you, bro.
2: How long? I'm still froze. That might be your Wi-Fi, man. Hey, y'all, I'm frozen. I'm frozen, man. I'm going to move him at back. Oh, he must have uh, lagged out. Yeah, lagged yeah, he, he said he wasn't the best. I'm still froze right now? Bro,
0: I, can, I can hear you, bro, but I don't... I think you making shit up, bro. Man, I just sent you a picture, deep butt. <laughs> <laughs> Yo,
2: my joint ain't even on the Wi-Fi. That's crazy.
0: Nah, man, but um, but yeah, a- man, you, ain't you know moves. you got yet? Nah, I don't, man. Um, people been hitting me up. <clears throat> I was like, man, you know, I had, I had KC winning it all, but. Just watching Tom, like Tom threw three picks and they still won the game. Three in the second half, bro. three in the second. And you know what I'm saying? So that 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 says a lot. Um, you know, you got Fisher not playing with the um, the Chiefs. So the way JPP and Shaquille Barrett was coming off the edge, um, you got to take account for that. You got to take account for Shoot, Tampa Bay, they don't have to travel. They at home they in their um, they got their usual routine. Comfort, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it was just a lot that you kind of have to um think about. But again, mm-hmm. shit, you got Pat Mahomes, you got Tyreek Hill, you got Kelsey, Andy Reid, Eric B. Um, what about they- what about the fact that they already been there before too? Last
2: year, pretty much is the same team. Obviously, you um you went to two Super Bowls, so how mm-hmm. was it that second time around kind of already knowing what what that what that week was gonna bring
0: shit is different i mean mm-hmm. because you got to think about you know we went the second time but we still had new players you still had guys mm-hmm. you know jp was was young um uh, we had jacob Lacey was young so guys it was still new to some guys where yeah. you know obviously i was able to tell them like you know this that and the third but you still got to experience it um and i was listening to uh patrick mahomes this morning and i think it was something that was really really interesting i think he was right that you know you don't have the media frenzy um down there like media i think it was like wednesday when you do the big media day and things of that nature so you can just really focus on your game plan and getting ready for sunday so Mm -hmm. but i think it it, it is you have to take into into consideration that you know they have been there already um and you know like you said they got mostly everybody back from they from their mob so I think um, either way, man, it's gonna be a good game. I I just don't know who I'm gonna take definitely right now. Be a, yeah, it's
2: definitely gonna be a good one. Um, it's hard to it's hard to bet against some Chiefs, <laughs> boy.
0: Right, it's hard. To, it's hard to bet against um Brady, Brady again. too.
2: Yeah, cheese. it is. But you know, like you said, three picks. I felt like you know Packers had some opportunities there. I don't know if I don't know. I don't know. That's why it's the Super Bowl, I guess, right? Yeah, we're gonna see
0: though. We are gonna see. We are gonna yeah, see. Hold on, real quick. let me see. Um, that boy just said. <laughs> that boy said, "Man, I don't know what happened." <laughs> we got internet.
2: Yeah, man. If, if my shit was tripping, it must be yours. Must been some of yours. Yeah.
0: But I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's, right, it's, so hey, man. hold on, hold on, Tell these people, tell them
2: about uh the, the, the ski trip, man. Oh man, the ski trip was incredible, man. I'm about to post the video as soon as we get off here. Um, I can't I end up going down the blue. Okay, that was the toughest one I went down. Oh, you know, only three days, three days on the slope. So I end up going down the blue. So uh, you know, I I'll definitely be back out there. It was dope. It was it was real dope. You got you got some experience on the slopes, don't you?
0: yeah 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 i um i went to uh so we got asian back in man he got okay. that uh, Teddy riley uh, internet <laughs> right Nah, um uh, like i said i went on a ski trip uh, a few years back went to vermont man um i think my first day we stayed i stayed you know i kept it kept it cool um mm-hmm. and my second day man i was just frustrated i don't know if it was in my instructor um Instructor, after like he didn't want to be there. I'm like, damn, my dude, like you chose this job, like yeah. So um, but then the people I went with, they were um skiers like Halvante and Meg and all them, mm-hmm. all, and they was trying to teach me. But I think at that time, man, I just wasn't wasn't patient enough <laughs> with it. So you know, I was like, man, effort, no, it's,
2: man. It, it's fun though, it's fun, man. No, it, ain't, it ain't it ain't that hard either. It ain't that hard to pick up, um. Say, sure, Adrian, you you got you ever hit the slopes, man?
1: No, man, I, man, I went to the um, Poconos one time, and mm-hmm. one of my cousins tried to convince me to try to snowboard, and I, you know, I went down, I, I went down a small hill. Man, yeah. I felt so hard. Man, I took them, I took that <laughs> snowboard off. <laughs> Damn, I'm out of here. I, I watched it. I ain't gonna
2: mess Yeah, man. Just wait, wait, till, wait till you retire, man. Wait till you retire trust yeah, I, I, but yeah, it's fun
1: for me in the cold and all like you know what i'm saying I on to ski yeah. i yeah maybe one day i i try that, you know I get <laughs> like that. yeah man
2: what you got out uh, what you got planned for the off season No, man what you got going on um you know off the field
1: man um you know take a break right now and then um mm-hmm. you know, i'm trying to um you know get uh you know I, i've been in the works with like doing you know uh stuff with my nonprofit and trying to mm-hmm. get a little facility Cause I, you know, I work with a lot with the youth and stuff like that. So I've been mm-hmm. trying to, get, um, a building. I've been working on that for, for a few years. So I'm gonna get into that. Um, you know, I got a little, um, the clothing line with uh, Brandon B. bespoke and my, um, you know, that it's like a suit line. And then, with okay.
2: My, um, okay. What's the name of the suit line? Uh,
1: branded bespoke. Okay. Branded bespoke. Branded bespoke. Yeah. It's, um, my, um, my guy from, uh, he's from Baltimore. He, um, you know, he he had started the business, and I joined him with him, and we just mm-hmm. collabed, and we, you know, we're trying to, um, you know, tap into that market with the, you I know, think, suits and the brand and everything I, like
0: that. I think, um, I don't know if I, I might have talked to him one time before too.
1: Brad yeah, his name Nehemiah, um, but yeah, he, um, we yeah, we doing that with that as long as with my AA brand, um, you know, just, just, just things to tapping the stuff outside of, you know, outside of the got to thing. Um, got to do
0: that,
1: and then um, you know stuff to keep me busy. I, man, that's one thing I can't do. I can't just sit down. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah. Got to be. I got to be up and moving. Um, you know, especially you know even off season when you're working out, that's only a, you know a small part of your day. Yeah, you a few hours of your day. More. Yeah, you got a whole rest of the day. You can't just be you know sitting around doing nothing. But um, I got a boy. T- I got you know I got two sons. So two mm-hmm. and one, two and one years old. So. Ooh. you know, they keep me
0: occupied oh, yeah. as well. For sure. Yeah, hey, you sp- you speak about your foundation, man. Definitely shout out um to you about that, man, giving back to your community and just, you know, paying it forward and being that leader. Um uh, we had a For question, sure. man, from Jimmy Dean, and I know it's, you know, I'm from VA and just know some some people from there. Um like what you being from Bmore, like what a what do you think the city needs, man, to to cut down on the, on the on the murders, cause the numbers is high every every year.
1: Yeah, uh, when you think about, you know, these major cities, um, um, you, you know, I, I know a lot of people focus on because of, you know, the, the certain numbers with like Baltimore, Chicago, um, different cities like that. Well, mm-hmm. whenever you got a bunch of people with limited resources in the same small area, the same results, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna have that in this. It's only gonna get better when you know when we change the system and with getting them, re, you know, getting them better resources. Just um, I, I feel like it, it starts with the kids. The kids don't have parents at home because the parents are, you know, um, you know, in jail. They don't have fathers. Then um, you know, you go in their schools and their test textbooks not even you know, what yeah. I'm saying, you know, they half torn.
0: Can't even take them home.
1: You, you, you can't. You know, what I'm saying. And then when you go home. They don't got their parents to help them with their stuff. Um, and then they're mm-hmm. shutting down a lot of after school programs that um, you know, you know, even just when I was in school that we had, you know, what I'm saying that you don't know, have no after school programs and um things for these kids to do, you know, they're just walking on by their own. A lot of these kids are learning by their own. So yeah. that's what, you know, I, I like to do a lot of um stuff with like mentorship and and talking to kids at schools and just kids that think that other things are possible. You know, a lot of kids say that's, you know, that that's not going to be for me. They're not being told that, you know, they can do these things. Um, mm-hmm. They're just being disciplined, you know what I'm saying? In a certain way, you know what I'm saying? They Are you, you know, are you, you get in trouble type thing? They're not giving them, you know, other options. You know what I'm saying? Other yep. things to do, like what, 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 I can't do this. Well, can you tell me how I do this? If I, mm-hmm. I want these clothes, how else I'm gonna get this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Can you tell me another way to do this? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know, my mother can't pay for it. I, I can't, you know what I'm saying? So I think, um, when it comes to that stuff, it's just about, you know, the school. And when you look at it, it, it you can just tell that people don't care about, them. you know what I'm saying? It's just like, like the, 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 the staff just there just to be staff, mm-hmm. they can, you know, the, 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 and the schools don't provide them with anything. So it's like, like they, they. You know, it can get better with I guess that's the the all in situation. Giving these kids more resources, that that will help a lot of the things. Teaching them, catching them before they grow up into well, oh, this is the only way I can get my bread.
2: Yeah. That's the biggest thing. Resources, man. You give anybody, you know, limited resources, like you said, you said it perfectly. A bunch of a lot of people with limited resources, are gonna get the same results. And that's not only with them, that's with anybody, everybody. You know, you put 10 people in the room and two hamburgers for a week, you know, you're going to turn into a completely different person. Then, um. So, so it happens in that. So a lot of people look at, you know, the results of what happened and not really why it's happening. So I think, you know, getting back to the kids, like you said, Um. it's great that you're being a mentor, not only telling them, but showing them. You know what it looked like and for us you know we all think like not all of us but a lot of us think hey you know sports entertainment rap and it's like you got to show them something else they got to see it to um you know achieve that type of stuff so um you know it's on us to 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 you know be be the change really you know whether you in those communities come from those communities or not you know we all play a part in uh you know in fixing those those
0: problems yeah well said, well said. But sure, brother, man, we ain't gonna hold you, man. Man, we, we, we appreciate you for stopping by on the show, man. Sure. Um, like I said, man, I love your game, man. Um, love the way you play the game, the way you approach the game. So, you know, I'm wishing you the best, man. Staying healthy, good health, and um enjoy your off season, brother. you yeah, brother. Man,
1: I love what y'all doing this show too, man, Brandon bringing uh, that knowledge and experience. It's always good to hear somebody that done did it before. You know what I'm saying? You see? Mm-hmm. Both of y'all play in the league um, for a while and, you know, proving people in the league. So, you know, it's always good to hear um, takes from, you know, guys like y'all. Man, I appreciate,
2: appreciate it. Appreciate you, bro. For sure. Keep balling, bro. I'll be safe. Yeah. There you have it. Adrian Amos, one of the one of the best young safeties in the league, man. Love watching him play. We ball in that, uh NFC championship, too, man. Tough, uh, tough. Obviously, they took the L, but, you no know, great season, great career so far. I don't wish him nothing but success going forward.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Shoot, sure, man. Y'all have a good weekend. As always, man, we appreciate y'all tapping in, tuning in. Um, tell a friend to tell a friend. The man to man pod. We here. We'll see y'all again on Monday. Live. Yes, sir. We out.